Welcome to the Planet Laundry Podcast. In this edition of the podcast, Alex Joukowsky, the CEO and co-founder of Sense, discusses his views on price structure, labor, the customer experience, adding value without breaking the bank, how store owners can successfully scale their operations, and much more. He also shares his thoughts on where the greatest opportunities may lie for today's laundromat operators and where he sees the industry headed in the coming years. The Planet Laundry Podcast is brought to you by Planet Laundry, the magazine of the Coin Laundry Association. This is the Planet Laundry Podcast. My name is Bob Neiman, and I'm the editor of Planet Laundry Magazine. Today, I'm with Alex Joukowsky, the co-founder and CEO of Sense. Sense is a point-of-sale and business management platform created to help laundromat owners grow, manage, and basically better understand their businesses. Sense is building a network of laundromat businesses to help outsource laundry day. Alex is an experienced entrepreneur with an exit already under his belt. He's also a Forbes 30 Under 30 recipient, and right now he's determined to help elevate and grow the laundromat industry. Alex, thanks for being here today. Thanks so much for, for having me. So excited to, to chat about all things laundry. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're you, clearly you and the Sense team have a lot going on right now. So I appreciate you being here. Certainly one of the more um, talked about companies in the industry. I guess I'd like to have you initially just bring us up to speed on your company. Tell me about Sense, you know, how the business got started, how it gravitated its way toward the laundry industry. And, and yeah, let's just go from there. That sounds great. And again, su- super appreciate you, uh, you including us on this. And, and, you know, I, I think my favorite part about getting into this industry is also hearing about how many other operators have gotten into the industry themselves. And I find that my story is, is eerily similar where I sold my, I, I've always been in technology and this, the idea of kind of verticalized software, very industry specific software, not these kind of generic tools. And my first business was actually in the higher education space. We built marketplace and payment software for college campuses and universities to process what we would call student life commerce. That's meal plans, membership dues, everything that happened on campus, a very student-centric platform integrated in all the solutions and, and give all the kind of audit and management tools back to the university. And I built that business over a course of five plus years and ended up uh, having it acquired uh, three plus years ago. And during that acquisition, I was thinking, all right, you know, I've never really worked for anybody before. And I don't know if I have a feeling I'm going to want to do something, and uh, but I, I was going to need to spend my time at the at the at the parent company, and I had just heard as I was thinking about what is an alternative investment, some new liquidity, maybe something I want to get my my hands in. I've always been a, a such a I've always had such an interest in being a part of a small business, either as a as a worker, an employee, or an, an owner. And I I had heard from a friend of mine whose neighbor was really, really involved in the Coin Laundry Association, specifically a chapter in New England, and that he made an absolute killing having three stores in the greater Boston area. And as I was thinking about what I wanted to do next, I was living in San Francisco at the time, and I thought, wow, this actually seems like a business I can run. I can get my hands dirty. It's not necessarily buying myself a job, but I know certainly not passive, but something I can you know, have my hands in. And and that's what led me to stumble, in, stumble upon the Coin Laundry Association, the Golden State chapter when they had chapters. And I saw Brian Wallace um, speak at the, the event at the El Torito in San Leandro. And I had the opportunity to meet with 50 plus operators. And that's when I really caught the bug, if you will. I wanted to had a plan of opening about three stores in San Francisco and 
just decided before I do that, I want to talk to as many operators as I can. I want to work inside of stores. I want to talk to employees. I want to be as frequent of a customer as I can to really understand not just what it means to be part of the industry, but what it means to be an operator, what it means to be an employee. Because the one thing I've learned when building software in any industry, it's you got to really be a part of it if you're going to build for an, a, a, you know, a, specific, a specific industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's what really started everything because I started talking to operators and seeing how they ran their business. And what I noticed is how I would want to run my stores. There wasn't a system in place that would allow me to. When I look at other small businesses and friends of mine that run other companies that focus on pizzerias and barbershops and salons and gyms and coffee shops, restaurants, et cetera, I saw all the tools at their disposal. But I also noticed all of the nuances and unique elements of this business, whether it's pickup and delivery, where a lot of people don't realize that in laundry, there's both a pickup and a return delivery to the customer. It's not just merchant to customer, which seems obvious to us as, as operators and people in the industry, but to any other company, that's a, a, a big nuance in any kind of logistics platform. And you know, laundry, while not necessarily operationally complex. It's operationally heavy if you're doing over-the-counter transactions because you have customer preferences for wash and fold orders. It's going to go across multiple machines by different employees across, you know, an order can take, it can go very quickly or can sit for 24 hours before it's processed, depending on your volume. And so the tracking of all of that and how you can actually scale that, not just run it in one, two or three stores, but how do you scale that and spend less time actually managing it? And so I started to kind of pick up on these nuances and realize, wait, there, I think there's actually an opportunity to build something here opposed to just own the stores. And that's when my co-founders and I started to think more critically of maybe the best way to grow in this industry is to actually support the operators and through them, their employees and their customers. And that was kind of how it brought us here, uh, stumbled upon it, but really privileged and, and just so passionate about being a part of it. Right, right. Well, you know, again, you talk about the operators and supporting the operators and uh, your, your background. There's a, a heavy uh, payment background and a tech background, obviously. But with today's runaway inflation, let's talk a little bit about pricing. I would imagine that's on every laundry operator's mind. What are you seeing in the industry now that you've gotten into it as far as the pricing structure? And, and, and what are your thoughts on maybe where it should be, where it's going? But what are your thoughts on the price structure in the laundromat business? Yeah, I mean, look, we're in a, a, a challenging time in the market for a variety of reasons. And if it wasn't the pricing before, it was supply chain and the cost of, 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 of goods that, you wanna, that you're trying to get for your store. And so I think pricing comes in two different sides, right? How does it impact the customer for you to be able to accommodate for the rising prices that you're experiencing, whether it's for your utilities or the cost of goods, labor? So we, we think about what are the most effective ways to be able to increase price at your store without losing customers? But also, we think about price in the way where how can operators have access to technology, to modernize payment systems, to uh, the things they need to be able to efficiently, in a high margin capacity, run their stores? So sitting, sitting behind our, our desk in our little laundromat at our office, we think about how can we develop product? that can bring accessibility on a price basis to operators. We know that this industry, if you want to have a card reader on the front of your machine to be able to accept payments of a variety of different capacities and not just coin, that can cost you a lot of money, 50 plus thousand dollars to just have modern payments. And we look at successful payments companies that are empowering small businesses like Toast or Square, et cetera. 
a big part of their rise and their success was bringing accessibility for modernized payments where operators and their small business owners aren't aren't at risk for payment compliance, that they can still offer a variety of different uh, ex, you know, elements of accessibility, but not at a price point that is obtrusive to their ability to actually scale. And so for us, the, it's the reason why we've raised venture capital that we have. It's the reason that we've built the business that we have to try to create that all-in-one solution to democratize the cost of all of these technologies to make it easier for an operator to grow and scale their business. So for us, we care very deeply of how do we actually, in this market in particular, lower the cost and give greater accessibility to modern technology, specifically on payments, because that in turn helps the operator not only have better control of their own pricing in their store and, their, and, and the way they can kind of dictate price to their customers, but it can enable them to have a better customer experience. And a better customer experience is what then enables them to increase price. And I think we've seen this industry be a commodity business for a while, where laundromat A and laundromat B theoretically have the exact same product. And it, it should be the same when it comes in and out of a machine. But some operators that we've been really privileged to work with have shown that you can actually have a you know, significantly different price than a competitor next door to you based on the store, the, the way your store looks, the presentation of it, the, how clean your store is, how approachable it is, your brand, but also the small things that you add in your services. If we take wash and fold for an example, right? We have operators that add a little dried lavender bag that costs them nothing at the end of the day that they add into their clothes, that they wrap socks with cardboard like it's from a store. When they clean your sneakers, it comes in a cardboard box shrink-wrapped. They have handwritten notes to thank the customer. These are ways that don't cost you anything other than the thoughtfulness, and that elevates the quality of your service, adds a personal touch. And when you, when you go from a commodity to a service, you can start to charge more dynamically for the services that you're providing. Now, for self-serve, right, it, 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 that's, that's, it's more difficult, right? Because you don't have that employee to customer one-to-one -one interaction. So the way that you can raise prices and, you know, at, to cover your costs and, all, and, and, and to increase your, your revenue is by giving the customer the most efficient, dynamic, and modern customer experience. Make it accessible to them, approachable to them, but so they can get in and out and do the things that they need to do within their store. So we think about for the self-serve customers, what is their experience inside the store? where they're spending 90 plus minutes with their family. It's the amazing things that Laundry Cares does with the, with the kid corners and, and really trying to promote literacy with, with, with children. And for us, we think about what is the technology that can make the experience of doing laundry, which albeit most people don't love, as modern, as easy, and fast as possible, and then give the customer the ability to really receive the value from that store. And that's why Announcing it today, and we're going to see it at Clean in, 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 in next week. But it's why we've invested so much of, of our resources into developing a system that can be inclusive of every side of an operator's business. And that's, for the first time, creating one-stop shop for an operator. It's, it's a system for your self-serve business, for your wash and fold business, for your commercial business, for your dry cleaning business, inventory, products over the counter. And you know, it's why we've developed these card readers completely ourselves not reliant on, reliant on any other product development group. We've, de we've, we've designed this ourselves and are bringing it to market as the most affordable payment system for loyalty cards, for credit and debit cards, for pay by phone, and have a variety of different uh, units based on the kind of store that you have to make sure that it matches. So to, to answer your question, Bob, in terms of 
how do we think about pricing in this industry and how do we think about supporting our operators? It's how do we drive value at an affordable and approachable, you know, we, the way we view it is a kind of a democratized way for our operators. And then how does that value carry over in their ability to provide a high quality service for their customers coming into the store so they can raise their prices, you know, in conjunction with that? Right. Right. Great, great, great points. And, uh, you know, as you said, at the end of the day, it's all about the customer experience. And you alluded to some of that. Uh, the industry has certainly come a long way in that regard. But what are your thoughts on, on owners and, and how they currently service their customers? And, and you mentioned a number of ways and how they can be approved. And, and, and maybe uh, you've already touched on that. But let's talk about the customer experience a little bit and, and your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think what has been so amazing to see, we've had the privilege of working and speaking with thousands of operators in, in this industry. And what I've noticed and has jumped out to me is the real care that operators today have over the customer experience. They listen to their customers. They engage with their customers. I remember speaking with an operator out in, in Petaluma in Northern California who said that his revenue of his store can go up on a given day when he's there by 30%. Just in that given day when he's there engaging with his Customers. And now, is that the most scalable thing if you have five, 10 plus stores? But it's no, but it's, it's, it's symbolic of what do customers care about? They care about a personal experience when they walk in the store. They care that their business is being valued, that their experience is being invested in. And I think that's, you know, I make the same correlation to the way that we treat our customers, right? How do we have really high retention? How do we be able to demonstrate the value of our product beyond just the service that you're receiving? We can demonstrate that value based on the relationships that we can build and the additional things beyond just the software, or in this case, the additional things beyond just the machine that's being used. How comfortable am I in your store? Am I engaging with somebody that, that remembers me, that knows me? Now, this is, of course, if you have an attended store, if you have an unattended store, what is that experience? It's actually even more interesting as we see this across verticals where you have more self-serve kiosks in restaurants, you're, you're, you're you're ordering and paying from the table opposed to having a waiter or a waitress take your order. And how do you still have the same high quality experience without that personalized touch? And so much of that is technology. And so much of that is the ambiance, the feeling that somebody has when they walk in your store. And there are ways to do this that don't cost that much money. Adding plants in your store, right? The kind of lighting that you have. Do you have seats? Do you, are, you, are you a place where families feel comfortable? and safe to go, right? These are, these are small ways that it's just, all it is is a little bit extra care and effort. But we also acknowledge that that doesn't come without a cost as well, because a lot of operators that we speak to are incredible entrepreneurs and they run many different businesses. And so again, our job as the software company, and I say this about sense, but I would, as a representative of technology companies in this industry, I'd say that our job is to lessen the burden to the operator and make it as easy as possible to deliver on that customer experience through the systems that you're already invested in and be a, a thought partner with you on things beyond technology, as we call the beyond the ones and zeros. How can we help you and think creatively and, and connect with other customers, operators all over the country to continue to drive that value for, for, for their customers? And, and that's what it's about. It's about providing that value and whatever ways to do that, some small ways, some, some larger ways. But, but that fine line between saving on costs and providing value. And, and, and how can owners do both? How can you help owners save on cost and still provide that needed value that they, they need to for their customer base? Yeah. So the way that we see it is consolidation. When you have one tool 
to do everything that you need, it enables you to have each element of that to be more affordable. And we see this across, I mean, look, whether it's insurance, right? Bundle and save. It's the concept where if you can have one system that presents everything for you in your store and can save you tens and tens of thousands of dollars, that's how we approach it, right? We want to be able to do more. And by doing more for you, we can give everything less. But for an operator in their store in particular, I mean, I think so much of it comes down to just thoughtfulness, care about the customer and the thought of the customer, right? Whether it's how you treat your your stored value card system, whether it's how you've designed in the layout of your store, whether it's the marketing and the communication that you have. It's not just sending flyers, it's the personalization of it, the kind of offers, the the promotions that can be super cash flow generating for your business, but can be thoughtful based on dynamics of your customer base. And so you know, we really believe in the in-store experience being so important, but also being able to increase the, the amount of services that you offer without the cost. And that leads into what we've pioneered in the space. And, and now it's, it's amazing to see other companies, you know, trying to offer very, a, a similar service, but it's how we've developed relationships with companies like, for example, like DoorDash or a new partner we're announcing called Shipped, which is, and, and we're, we're launching a ton of these on-demand gig economy partnerships to try to enable an operator who's never offered pickup and delivery to their customers before. And I got off the phone with a three-store operator in the Bronx earlier today who doesn't do any pickup and delivery because he couldn't do the math to see where it made sense today. However, of course, he picks sense, and now it does because he's able to actually get into that service, offer that high-quality convenience service to his customers without any of the cost associated. Now, that's not for everybody, and we're not saying it is. But the point is, our job is to be able to be dynamic for the operator, and technology should be, so they can start to offer more high-quality services to their customers without the costs that drive that. And so, you know, we we have, as you could probably tell, a lot of passionate opinions and and ideas, and that's why we love building relationships with operators to to be a sounding board for them and and hear what other operators have done in in other states and other areas of the country and share those ideas. And kind of build that community the way that the CLA does so well themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you've you brought up earlier the all-in-one solution. And I guess I'm, I'm interested in what, la- what that actually means and, and why laundry owners should care about all-in-one. Please explain that a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it's one of the most important points for us in our business. It was the, the vision and the dream when we, when, when we started Sense, which is, one, as a business owner, we, the dream is to have a business owner wake up Go to admin.trisense.com to log into their dashboard and see everything that's happening in their business. When their employees are active, how active their employees are, the return on the labor that they have, the clock in and clock out, the payroll, everything on their employee management in one place. But that's just your employees in your store. There's many other things happening in your operations, right? You could have four plus different revenue streams. And never before have you been able to track your self-serve business your dry cleaning business, or maybe you work with a dry cleaning partner, your wash and fold business, your commercial business, your pickup and delivery business. And, and what we've been seeing and why I got so excited to be part of this industry in building, building for our operators is it's amazing to see how high caliber the businesses that are running today are while kind of, as we call it, Frankensteining their systems together. Paper logs for this, text messages for that, a Google Doc and, or, or Word <laughs> document for this, a point right. of sale for that, an online order experience for this, and a commercial ordering system for that. And, and you, so you take all of these different pieces and business owners are able to make it happen. 
And our message isn't never before has a business owner, business owner been able to, 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 to run a business. I mean, we've been doing this for, this industry has been around, you know, 100 years or so. But to do it where you can actually scale, that you can do more with less. How can you run your business better, make more money while spending less money and spending less time? And consolidation is what can make that happen. And that's not just on an affordability basis. It's why we've invested seven figures of our own dollars into building our own hardware. Because at least on the software side, and when we look at the other providers in the space for software, the one thing that operators are not able to do, no matter who writes it, they are not able to track what is going on in their machines to the most detailed level. And we knew that. And that's why we built the things that we built because we keep preaching that we're creating this all-in-one system. We keep preaching that that's our goal, that's our dream, that's our vision, that's what we wanted to deliver, where you can see everything. But no software system is complete without tracking what, for many operators, represents 70 plus percent of their revenue, which is their self-serve business. Or, as some other operators would describe it to me, your most loyal employees, which are your machines. You want to know when your machines are sick, right? When those employees are sick, when they're out of service, when they're not working, who came in and fixed them, right? And, and, and so much of what an all-in-one system is, is giving you the, the why, right? We, we care about what is happening in my store, right? What machine turned? Maybe we want to know who turned it. All right, well, this was an employee and this was a customer. And some, some ways you can't even track that. But what we really care about is why. Why did this machine turn? Was it for self-service, full service? If so, maybe I want to know the cost of that machine so I can build that into my margins for my wash and fold, right? Was this, did I turn this machine, or did an employee turn this machine through the Sense OS platform because another machine is out of service? Well, we're going to log that machine is out of service and we're going to mark this as a customer service turn. So when I look at my revenue and I look at, and I'm tracking turns as a health of my business, I can actually see why it's happening. I can track my high-performing employees or maybe my more, as you'd say, entrepreneurial employees. Right. <laughs> and, I, and, and that gives you such a more powerful ability to run with higher margins, to scale and open those additional stores without adding more managers, right? So again, it's, it's do more with less run more stores, run more efficiently, run with higher margins, with less management, with less time, and with less cost. And that has been the kind of the black box of visibility into the health and the operations of a business. So you know, we feel very passionate about giving that one system to an operator for employee management, customer management, business management, payments for everything that happens in their store. Perfect. Perfect. Very good. Well, as a tech company, how can software help laundromats provide a service rather than being just a commodity? We've talked about this earlier because it is such an important point. It is a differentiator between stores. It's a differentiator of, of our industry, right? Because you, know, you can you go to a great restaurant with bad software, but the food tastes great. You keep going back, right? And so, so much of it, because you have that taste difference. Some people might like McDonald's over Burger King and the online order experience between those two, if you're doing delivery, might not make an impact on the fact that you prefer one over the other. And in laundry, there, because there isn't, it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't taste different. It should come out in a similar kind of quality. The ways that you can really impact the, 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 the customer is through their interaction with your brand and your business. 
Now, of course, if you're the clo- if you're the closest laundromat in town and you have people walking to your store, you're going to have great employee retention. So then it's not just about how do you keep your customers or, or how do you get customers? It's how do you increase the value of those customers? We tell our business owners when they come on board, the first thing that you want to think about is not just how do I get more customers? Because what, what's more expensive? It's always more expensive to get new customers versus increase the value of your existing customers. And so how can technology create a more approachable, a more dynamic and a better experience. And that's through the text messages, right? Simple things like text message when your machine has been paid for and when it's ready. Text messages when your order is ready. An online order experience that doesn't make you remember a username and password every time that can offer subscriptions very easily that can be branded to your store that's simple and easy and integrated. Those are ways that through technology, even if you don't run your business any differently, just the customer's interaction with the technology you have in your store, it can enable you to take that customer whose maybe average wash and fold order is $25 and turn it into $35, right? It takes, as we see from customers who are able to convert, and we have data that shows us with our operators that converts that walk-in customer who's $25 or $30 in average order to now $60 to $65. And it's the same customer and it costs you nothing right? It's the existing system that you have, that all-in-one solution creates the experience that incentivizes the customer to engage more frequently with your business and with the, with, with the more dynamic and premium services that you have. Right. It, it's a great way to think about adding value to the customers and to intentionally think about it that way. Is the current operating model still effective in today's climate, in today's market? I think that, look, self-serve is never going to go away as a business. Right. I think it's such a, it one, not only is it stable and, and, and high margins, but that is an essential service that can't go away. It's such an important staple of a community. And so I think the current operating model, what, what's interesting is it's not necessarily just the operating model and the model of a, of a business today. I think this industry is, is incredible. But what gets me excited, what gets our investors excited and what gets new operators that we talk to excited is that while this industry is amazing, I do think it underperforms its potential. And look, at Sense, we never tell an operator that they should be running their business in in a different way. They are the professional operator. We are a supportive partner to them. And so we aim to build a product that works for an operator today. And if they don't want to change their business at all, we we just want to add efficiencies and visibility for them to, to understand and manage their business. But if they're looking to grow and if they're looking to scale their business, that's when I think not that the current operating model doesn't work, but I think there are new things that can come to augment it and to subsidize and to enhance it. And so what we really care about is giving operators optionality. It's why we pioneered the gig economy in laundry. That's worked so well with operators, but in some cases it might not be the best fit. And that's okay because for us, on-demand gig economy laundry delivery, it's, a, it's symbolic. It's an example of how we believe there can be additional operating models that can empower business owners and to, to, to really grow and scale. And so that is why we talk a lot about partnership, why we want to be thought partners and we want to be you know, a, a, a team that you can bounce ideas from because laundry is everywhere. We have a customer out in, in San Francisco who launched, you know, ran with our point of sale, converted from having two, one laundry specific and then one generic because she could, couldn't do everything in one, moved over to Sense. And then six months later launched, or I don't remember the exact timing, but then launched 
our uh, on-demand gig economy DoorDash partnership into her product. From there, she took her revenue from 6000 to close to 19000 with the additional, uh, additional pickup and delivery. But it's also empowering her to do other things like go to a, com- a, a large tech company that has a ton of outdoor furniture at their beautiful, cool tech San Francisco office. And now she secured a deal to clean all of the pads for the outdoor furniture. That's going to net another four right. figures in business. Right. You know, it's, it's the it idea that, that that's how yeah. it grows. It, and there are yeah. so many creative ways to do it. It doesn't mean that you have to think of robots or anything like that. It's just we're trying to give optionality and the ability for the operator to think outside the box because that's what we do. And, it, and if I look at the companies, you know, the tech companies in the, in the space today, I think there's a lot of in the box thinking and why we like to be a little disruptive and, and a little bit loud in, in what we do because we think there's an opportunity to push everybody forward. I think a rising tide lifts all boats. It makes uh, our competitors have to innovate and that's a very healthy and important thing. And that's what drives uh, an entire industry forward. Right, right. Well, Alex, in, in your opinion, where do the greatest opportunities lie for today's store owners? You know, I, I think commercial is just is, is an amazing opportunity today. I think uh, business owners all over the place outside of, of, of laundry are valuing their time a little bit differently when they think about scale. And so the ability to outsource a pain point for them more and more and more being laundry, I think commercial presents a massive opportunity. And so much of what a commercial sale is, is the presentation because it's not just to a, a walk and retail customer. You're going to an entity. There's a lot of trust there. Right. And that's high volume and it's special pricing. And in, in, in some cases, it's a pitch. I mean, we've helped operators design flyers that they go into uh, some of these commercial, uh, these commercial pitches too. So I think that the commercial side and maybe even commercial exemplifies to me consolidated single location or single entity uh, high volume orders. And that also is apartment buildings. We live in our office in New York City. But all across New York, all I see is high rises everywhere. And all I think about when I see high rises is, good God, that's a lot of laundry, a lot of bed sheets. It's a lot of dry cleaning. It's a lot of wash and fold. It's a lot of towels. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of that stuff. And I think so much of, you know, what's an opportunity that we're investing in is just awareness of wash and fold and awareness of the, 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 the ability of these small business owners. But, you know, powering the, 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 the commercial side, the residential side, all of, all, all of that, I think, is an, an incredible opportunity. And I, and I think the additional opportunity is finding ways to take your business today, your customer base today, and focus in on delivering the best service to increase the, the ticket value of every single order. That is, if we can invest more in of our time, not necessarily our dollars. I mean, if you have, if you have sense, you have our hardware or whatever you've already invested in in your store, you can start to think more critically about how do I create an experience that allows me to go from $1.25 a pound to $1.50 a pound, to go from $3 a machine to $3.75 without customers saying, you're raising my price, but I'm not seeing additional value. And that's right. It's why you can have a walk-in price of, of something and a pickup and delivery price of something else because there is a differentiating value there. And there's more that we can do to raise the value of an existing customer's experience without investing in something more, but looking at something differently and, 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 and more thoughtfully to deliver a better customer experience. And so I think that there are, uh, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with the commercial side of the business. I'm obsessed with the pickup and delivery side. But if we think more about how we can deliver the best customer experience for your end customer, that enables you to have so much more control to raise prices and not feeling like you're taking advantage of your customer base, but 
you know, if anything, it's deserved based on the value that you're that you're creating. And and one other thing that we we haven't touched on, but I want to bring it up anyway in terms of an opportunity is is just on the labor side, right? We and, and I've talked about this on on some of, some of the other podcasts and talks that I've done in terms of obviously we know it's very difficult in the labor market today to not just attract but retain employees in a laundromat. And I think one of the biggest opportunities for store owners today is to kind of flip that on its head and see, put a little bit more focus on how do we create the best employee experience? And that's something we have a whole team at Sense dedicated to the employee experience. We work closely with the employees of our operators to understand how do they go about their day, not just operationally, but as a human being. And so we've partnered with companies, not just you know, that we're the premier partner for Gusto and their embedded payroll, but embedded payroll is great. You know, it's better for an operator a little bit because the employee is just getting paid, but things like same day payment for hourly workers. And we've partnered with a, a company with a, a great friend of mine that runs called Claire. And it's the idea of like, how do we help small business owners create an amazing customer, uh, amazing employee experience? Because that trickles down to the customer. That trickles down to efficiency. You get more. I mean, why do tech companies have Michelin star restaurants in their office, right? Why are there, why is there such an investment? Because when you invest in your people, you get a return out of that. And we do the same thing at Sense. We see, I think our operators that interact with our team realize the, the high caliber of talent that we have. And that's not easy thing to attract ourselves. It's a very competitive market in tech and startups. When you invest in your people, you can deliver an incredible product and get an incredible return out of that. And so I think that's a massive opportunity for operators to not just think, man, minimum wage is increasing. I don't want to pay more. That, that's hurting my margins. That can be the case. And I don't want to act like it's not. And that is a challenge for operators. And we want to be able to spend the least amount to get the most in margin. But I think there are ways, especially through technology and, and the kind of partnerships that we create and the ideas, at least, that, that, we, that we like to share with our operators where when you think about paying your employee more, you don't think about it a rising wage. Think about it as an investment with a rate of return. Now, if you can't underwrite that investment, then you, you should make it. But there is an investment there that can generate a rate of return. And that's why we built the software in the way that we have and the relationships with the operators the way that we have the support infrastructure. We're the only company that has literally 24-7 English and Spanish support text, phone call directly for the employees. It's the way we do the training. It's everything that we've done is to really invest and focus on that and make that experience easier for the operator to deliver to their employees. Right, right. Well, we've talked a lot about value and, uh, and tech and change and uh, disruption. And I just personally, where do you see the laundromat business headed in the next four or five years? Where, where, where do you see it, it, it ending up? Yeah, I mean... It's funny because you think of tech, you think of you know things like that, like disruption, right? And that the idea, the concept of disruption is something is changing and shaking, and and there's some kind of discomfort. And I think, frankly, this is just the most. I mean, uh, we feel, I mean, there's no other way to say it than just lucky to be part of the industry at this time, and to be as invested in the industry at this time in particular. I think we're really at an inflection point where the industry is about to go really up and to the right not just with the caliber of the operators that are continuing to enter the space, but the access to technology, the, in, the desire for you know, all the things that we've talked about. I think that the people that have been in the space and continue to come into the space, it's only, it is really a rising tide lifts all boats. So I, I, I think that we're at kind of this, and I, we're going to see this at clean, I, I, I really believe, we're going to see 
a, a newfound kind of exhilarance and, and excitement that's coming out of this industry for new people coming in, people of all ages, of, of every walks of life that are coming into this industry, realizing the financial opportunity that it presents and the impact to the communities that it has. And it's becoming, in a weird way, more mainstream. I mean, there are TikToks with millions of followers that are just laundromat owners. And I All think right. that's the coolest thing now is that this unsexy industry, I think has had some kind of judgments and preconceived notions when people think about laundry is being flipped on its head. And that's only going to accelerate more and more and more when people realize how incredible of an industry this really is. So, I mean, I see it growing significantly. I see the, the quality, the focus on service growing significantly. Now, will we see an incredible amount of store count increase? Maybe, maybe not. I think that that's relatively stable, and but I think it will increase over time than decrease. And I think multi-store ownership will also increase over time because it's going to be easier, and that's our bet because that's what we're trying to accomplish. It's going to be easier for small business owners to own more of their stores, to own more. And look, our dream is to have an operator sitting in Los Angeles and own a store in Detroit. And how do we make that happen? How do we make that? And, and that might be 10 years down from now, and, and that might not ever happen, but how do we enable new investors to come into the space? How do we make it easier for existing investors to grow and, and actually open a new market that hasn't been in this space? And uh, one of the examples, one of our co-founders, our chief product officer, Gilly Sharon, loves to say is, you know, one day there were 10 people taking cabs. The next day, there are 100 people taking Uber. Where did those 90 people come from? Because they were doing something, right? They were taking the subway, they were walking, they were biking, but they took, they then opted for an actually more expensive, in many cases, Uber versus cabs. But it entered a new market. It opened a new market because that service of an on-demand or, uh, or just logistics call it, last, either last mile or just logistics in general, transportation, became accessible. It became modern. You could go on your phone and click two buttons and a driver would pick you up wherever you are. You can travel to a new city and instead of staying at a hotel, click two buttons and sleep in a house. You can, instead of cooking in your kitchen, you can click two buttons and have Thai food delivered, right? Because it's become so accessible to consumers and the experience is so easy with two buttons, two clicks. Look at Amazon, the one click buy. And you're seeing this across other e-commerce environments. Shopify are all implementing these things. When you make it easy and simple for a consumer, the behavioral trends of consumers are pointing to more adoption and usage of those services. So if we can make the small business owner wash and fold delivery experience, two clicks, and make it that easy and the service quality dependable and reliable, I mean, we're going we're gonna to see an entirely new market open up. People that have been doing laundry in their own house that have washers and dryers are going to be sending out their laundry the same way they have full kitchens. They have dishwashers and other things, but they have, they cook their own food or you have a housekeeper or something like that. People, you know, is it, they can do things on their own, but you opt for convenience because the value of time is different. And if we can help operators deliver that kind of experience, I think we're going to see something even more massive change in the industry beyond just what we're seeing from the, the business owners, but, but the consumer shifts as well. Great. Great. Alex, this has been a, uh, a pleasure. I know you're busy and I appreciate you taking some time for, uh, the, for the uh, Planet Laundry podcast. Uh, just one last question on your way out. It's uh, what, what one bit of information or advice would you like those listening to this conversation to take away from this podcast today? 
you know, I think that I would share in, in, in parting and I'll first say, Bob, I just uh, really appreciate you, you having me on. And it's just always love of chatting with you and, and contributing to Planet Laundry and the CLA. I think what, what we care a lot about is operators learning as much as they can about what's out there. There's a lot of information of, oh, DoorDash, the, DoorDash doesn't work or this company does X, Y, and Z. And look, things might not work for your business and you should only do the things that work best for you. But our focus is just trying to share as much information and educate operators on what's happening and allow them to make the best decisions for themselves. But the way I, I hope other companies, whether it's you know hardware, card systems, manufacturers, distributors, or other software companies are encouraging operators to look around and to see what's happening in other industries, to see what's out there, to explore new opportunities and, and, get, and, and present options. There isn't one thing I've learned, there isn't one way to run a laundry business. If anything, you can talk to 10 operators that do th something a hundred different ways. And so we really encourage operators, look at everything, consider every operating model, consider every opportunity, because the more you open your mind, you open your eyes, you might not ever want to change the way you run your business, but you're going to be educated on why. And, and there might be a point, maybe not now, but maybe 10 years from now, you want to try something new. And if you have your finger on the pulse and you're talking to talking to folks, talking with companies, speaking to, to, to us or other companies in the space, you're going to continue to learn and you're going to be able to see the trends that are happening in other industries that should be happening here. So whether it's talking to us because you want to learn about our hardware, you want to learn about an all-in-one solution and what that's like, you want to talk about the gig economy, you want to talk about employee same-day payment or, or, or payroll or anything like that. It doesn't mean you have to do anything. It doesn't mean you have to change. But if you're hearing somebody say, don't listen to them, or this doesn't work, I would encourage you not to take that at face value, but to go learn, listen, and talk to as many people as possible because that has been the greatest joy for us because we've learned by talking to so many operators in the country, so many different ways to do things successfully, and that's been just the, the most fun. So hopefully, we'll hear from you and you'll reach out to our team, sales at trisense.com or trisense.com to, to learn more. But we'd love to tell you more about what we're doing and, and, and kind of our mission and, and goal to, to support operators in the space. But Bob, really, really appreciate your time. Excited to see it clean and uh, excited to, to continue speaking and, and working with you. Yeah, no, again, great, uh, great information. Great time. I always enjoy chatting with you. And uh, thank you, Alex. Absolutely. All right, Bob. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on our podcast today. If you haven't done so already, please be sure to subscribe to Planet Laundry at planetlaundry.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube.